One of the sad realities of Russia as a country and some of the things that were recently talked about with the interview from let Mr. Feynman to the Hardcore History Podcast uh, creator Dan Carlin was his issue concerning Putin and the KGB and others. And the sort of type of reconciliation Len wanted to do over concerning Putin. One of the reasons why countries such as Russia has gone through a lot of the difficult times it has went through, and one of the reasons why Putin continues to have such power is because of the sadness that has come throughout hundreds of years of Russian history, starting back with Peter Alexander. The reason why we're talking about this is to begin to have an operating history, an operating reason for the reasons why socialism, communism, Marxism, Leninism, and all the rest of it is more of a response to loss than anything that could be ascertained in the histories of the countries there. One of the most important things we have to recognize is that Peter Alexander brought a man called Gannibal. Gannibal was believed to be a slave that was being sold by the Muslim empires back then. And Peter Alexander called him Gannibal, the child from Cameroon. The child from Cameroon became one of the greatest men in the history of Russia. And if it wasn't for Gannibal, we wouldn't have Pushkin. Pushkin pretty much brought about Dostoevsky and others in the Russian literary arts. Gannibal was one of the main keys that kept the Russian empire, if you want to put it that way, the Russian royalty alive longer than it had to be. The corruption was there. The institutionalized hatred against the pop against the poor was there. But Gannibal was able to keep certain things intact despite the fact many in the Russian Empire, the Russian royalty did not like him. But he was able to do things that were never thought possible. And one of the important things that the Russian Japanese war emphasized and what brought about ultimately the destruction of the Russian royal um, entity, as it were, is that everything that Gannibal had done should have been kept alive by the same Russian entities, the Russian royalty, so on. But they did not do this. Knowing that they did not have a seaport, a warm water seaport, they could successfully 
use. They had destroyed everything that Gannibal worked for in order for them to believe that they could win against the Japanese without that seaport. One of the major reasons why communism lasted so long was the loss and the embarrassment that an Asian country who had their own problems, who even as we see with Lymphamy's recent video concerning with the soldiers and the malnutrition from the same soldiers dealing with rice and so on, even with that deficiency, as we will later know in the future, they somehow defeated an entity helped by Gannibal's great works to become a formidable military power in the Western world that was able to stop Napoleon many times over could not defeat a country from a little archipelago right off the coast of China. For all of that, that absolute embarrassment and the realization of that embarrassment and the way that embarrassment was handled and the way a lot of the poor who sent a lot of their sons to go fight a war over a bunch of islands and most of them died for basically nothing, that loss cannot be come over. There had to be changes. You also need to realize that Lenin and his boys did not win the election that would have brought him into the Russian parliament at the time. It took even greater embarrassment and the death of Rasputin to push them to the next level. Understand that Russia has never recovered from losing to the Japanese in 1905. Can a country really handle such a loss like this? But it was also building up from Russian society in a way that other outside forces in Europe were coming in to Russia, especially from Prussia, especially from Germany, from the issues that have taken place in Europe with the French Revolution, all of it started coming to Russia. Beautifully told by Dostoevsky in his myriad of fantastic books, there are many others that also talk about this particular time in Russian history. It's a lot like what we are experiencing now in America in 2020. The disillusionment of religion, the atheists and atheism next generation, the way women are seen and are treated 
the way that politics and corruption of the politics go through. It has become apparent to everyone that it was not only a prophecy of what will come in the future, but what was happening at that particular time. It was a loss of human dignity and human civility and the realization that their own leaders did not put the right people in place and the people that were working to better the look of the Russian empire, the Russian royalty were being destroyed or being talked about or bandied about as crazy men, as chichly promiscuous men. You know who he is. He come from those places. All of it was for naught. As Lenin in 1917 promised the Russian people we will get over the problems. But a war took place before there was even a chance. We saw in the recent in films of called 1917, ironically starring Mr. Beatty, who later was Dick Tracy. In the, in the 1990s, Dick Tracy films, when they were starting to build up Dick Tracy, I, you you all know that. The fascinating thing about this, it was about loss. Loss of community. Their sons died in war. A war against an aging country that was many times weaker many times weaker, did not have the right nutritions in order to fight battles, but somehow in some way defeated a very strong and very game Russian empire. How can anyone get over themselves from this? It's one of the reasons why when the Civil War took place, some feel as though that communism was a way to solve a lot of problems and the Russian royalist stranglehold. It was truly a sight to behold. I think two of the animator has recently came out more one more closely to to talk about than the other are Demon Slayer and Golden Kamudi. Golden Kamudi being more closely connected to the Russian Japanese War, Russian the Russian the Japanese Russo War of 1905 1907. And it shows the Japanese side, of course, and it shows how 
the Japanese went through their own types of suffering in this particular in that particular issue. The land is still in dispute today, even despite the fact that Russia did gain power as the Soviet Union. But one has to wonder if this whole thing concerning the Russian Empire and the Russian royalty well, and their dissolution by the communists and the Leninists was all about a sadness, a form of the missing goddess, if you were. to create Mother Russia into a gynoid image, the image of the woman who will never grow old, never get tired, always defeating her enemies, always loving, motherly loving the male, at the same time giving them trinkets that will never end, the new joys, the new highs, the new everything outside of God, outside of the church, the religion that satisfies without being a religion, without even being a code of conduct. That is the real tragedy of socialism. It is to cover up a psychological devastation that comes from loss. We saw a similar thing too happen in Vietnam. And that similar thing really did change a lot in the left. The left decided to go into the more entertainment side of the entertainment industries. And they became a little bit more devious in certain ways. People forget history, but Steve Allen and the Democratic National Committee had a fundraiser to raise money for these particular entities. And you could see that the first generation of what we now call woke culture was in full display on that channel. Nobody watched the show, of course. We have histories of people talking about the media and such. Those histories will hopefully never fade away to showcase how much Things have really changed. But to end in very simple terms, these two particular animated series do a wonderful look into how one country handled victory and how other countries handled defeat. I think you should take a look and watch them as well as understand how Russia got to the point of certain revolution with Dostoevsky's work, Pushkin's work as well. And maybe one should look at 
the history of both the black samurai who helped Obia Numabinga to unify Japan and Gannibal, the man who tried to save Russian royalty in order to understand how many years later both men's greatness came to a head at the battle of 203 Hill. That is history that deserves to be remembered. Thank you for listening to Teachable Moments, a bonus for Beyond Deserve. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, and all the other places you get your radio shows. We'll be back next time with 8 and 9 of Teachable Moments. This is Novid Hollaback. Take care of yourselves. Every week we will have Beyond This Earth. And we hope to see you guys with more teachable moments as the year comes to a close. Take care, and we will see you guys soon.